This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies 931-381-4915 Columbia and Franklin 615-794-1959 or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. 
Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm gonna give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. By the time Matt Dixon gets to Phoenix, he gonna be rising. You know, I never get this, right? But I had phone calls from people this morning that wanted to talk about it, what they saw last night, the great Chris Burke. I had phone calls from people. We are still basking in the glow of what we witnessed last night. On a Thursday, I welcome you in against the backdrop on your Basilio show that that was last night what we witnessed from Dalton Connect is something that I just, I just can't believe we saw that. I just, and, and stardom is stardom is stardom is stardom is stardom. And the American sports experience has always been built on the concept of the star, but what we saw from Dalton Connect last night was crazy great. Crazy great. Brian Hartman, can you get over what we witnessed last night? No, I don't want to get over what we witnessed. Amen. I hope it happens again. I hope it happens in an Elite Eight game for a change or a Sweet 16 game. Yep. Yep. We were yep. on here last night. I had no idea, guys. Is Barrett Sally S A L L E E? I'm it's doing two L's, two E's. Two E's, okay. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, Dixon, do you know we went two hours and 30 minutes last night? We almost did a football post game show for that deal last night. Are you aware of that? Uh, yeah, I, I am. And, and I'm, I missed about the first 45 minutes of trying right. to get out of, out of the arena. That's right. So, and we could have easily gone probably another hour more. That's right. So that was a, a big time win in a big time spot. Um, it all it always feels better when you win a game and you know the other team played really well. It, to me, like like it's one thing to win and the other team just like lay an egg or or you just dominate them. But it, I I just think it feels better and, and maybe it's more satisfying when you win a game like that and you know the other team played about as well as they could have. And that, because that, that's what I think Auburn did last night. Like, I give them a lot of credit to come into a hostile atmosphere. And, you know, they were down basically the whole game, especially yeah. in the first half. And they fought back and took the lead. Like, they played about as well as they could have. And then Dalton Connect just took over the final 12 minutes. What was crazy, too, guys, is that Connect basically is um, sitting over there on the bench. And they insert him. And when they reinserted him in the game, it was just on at that point. I mean, it was straight up on. I like how Barnes, when he picked up his second foul, left him in the game and midway yes. through the first half. Yes. And then he scored the next five points. Usually, you pick up two fouls, you're done for the half. Yes. You're coming to the bench. Yep. 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 That makes me think he's going to change what he does in March, and it's going to work out for a change for 
for once. Um, maybe. Well, you can't you can't leave Ziegler and Connect off the court and going forward, even with two fouls. Not going to work. Those, those guys have to be out there thirty five yeah. minutes at least. And that's part of Barnes's dogma. You know, that's that's who he is. You get two fouls, you're automatically on the bench. He's shown this year the ability to pivot and to change. And that's what's got me believing. The whole thing at this point, guys, has me believing. That experience last night, you guys were there. I'm so jealous of that. You know, I'm just not able to get there because of the um, post-game duties. I was telling Laura, I said, I don't know the last basketball game I went to. It's been a long time. But I do enjoy. I do tremendously, tremendously enjoy um, what we do after games on Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. And we had a celebration for the ages last night. And I'm getting ready to jump out of town for a couple of days. And I was in here doing some production for about an hour. Um, and the truth is that I was listening back to it in the overhead monitor while I was doing what we were doing because it was going out. And I was just, I was heard that sound in my voice. And I didn't even see it. But to the people that went last night, and the way they were just gobsmacked over what they had witnessed. Tony Valls texted me today. I'm going to read what Tony texted me. And I'm not doing this to just to just um, share with you. Um, he said, T, that was the first time I heard slash felt a crowd get that electric just from a guy touching a basketball. Maybe ever. And then his next test text was nuts. He said, guys, you guys tell me, you were there. Every time he touched it down the stretch, the crowd was like ooing and aahing. Yeah, that's yes. confirmed, yes. You ever experienced that, Bri, in a live crowd here? Maybe with Lofton. How about you, Dex? You ever experienced it? Uh, yeah, maybe once or twice with Lofton, but um, it's it's extremely rare. Tony Sakulis is going to join us. We're going to preview the Alabama game. It's a brawl for it all Saturday night. It's a, it's literally a one-game showdown. Tennessee fighting for not only an SEC championship but a number one seed. And, Matt, I'm not dunking on you, but you were laughing at me because I, I do it every year, obviously, how we're going to do this and going to do that. And I always get out over my skis and then crash like the uh, thrill of victory and the agony defeat. I've got one ski that falls off. In mid-March, and I crash to the ground and break my legs and whatnot, Mari Hanks. But, Matt Dixon, at the end of the day, you have to admit that this is crazy, that we're in a position, that we're in a position right now that we're in. This is absolutely insane. And a buddy of mine saw Dalton connect out at a restaurant and said he was extremely extremely approachable extremely nice he was just sitting there hanging out and he was he was by himself and so my buddy was talking to him and it was uh down at calhoun's on the river in fact and he said can i ask you something to connect he said how where did this come from how come you guys like how come you weren't scoring a million points last year and you guys weren't winning last year and you know he was this was like this is uh last week and Connect said to him, man, I'm I'm just in the right place at the right time here. 
this is just the best decision I've made. Can you imagine Connect being guardable at that level, Matt, after watching this? No. In Northern Colorado went 12, 12 and 20 last year. They went 6 and 12 in their league. And I, I just don't know how that was possible. Who was in their league? Like they won 20 games the year before, and they're, they're actually pretty like, – I think they're like – they have 20 wins this year and they're like second in their league. But they went 12 and 20 last year with Dalton Connect, and so they, I don't know. They got that loser just, off their team, and now they're winning. Is that what you're saying? I, I don't know. That's incredible. They went, I mean, 12 and 20 in the Big Sky Conference with Dalton Connect, who's the SEC Player of the Year. Well, all I got to say to that is this is pretty simple, okay? I There's got one Steve, thing to say to you. Steve Smiley was their head co- is their head coach out there. Steve Smiley needs to frown. Because this is all I know right now today. They're 17 and 11 this year. They're what? 17 and 11 this year. 17 and 11. Thank you, Brian. They're in third place. Brian's looking the numbers up here. Third place. Tied for second. How are they doing that? God, we're going to Phoenix. It's unbelievable, we come back on the other side fired up folks and prepared we're getting liddy getting liddy up in here getting liddy this goes out to the great marky boy griffin great tony wiz white that's a good version all those have won that uni all those that have won that uni worn that uni down through the years Jordan Howe caught a stray last night on Bars of Law, Tennessee Basketball Overtime. Great Rodney Woods. We are all going to go hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm. We're storming the castle. All the former Vols that have worn the uniform down through the years. We continue with more on the other side after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. 
Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Tell you what, that's some great eating at my uh, at my Copper Cellar family restaurants. That's some good freaking eating, boy. Some good eating indeed. And Tony Sokolis knows a few things. Uh, as he jumps us, jumps on Tide Illustrated, he knows a few things about food because all my Greek buddies know how to cook. Make no mistake about it. You add a little feta cheese and you're going to town. Tony, how you doing, Paisan? 
I'm doing well. How are you? Brother, life is good. LG, life's good in the hood here. <laughs> Last night was a crazy night of hoops in the Southeastern Conference, and it's all coming down to this. A brawl for it all, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7-year time, down in Tuscaloosa where Alabama is not losing these days. It's really hard to win on the road uh, anymore in this league. Bama did it last night, but it's really hard to win on the road uh, in this league. And Tell me how oiled up and fired up the people are for this game as we've turned uh, Alabama into a basketball school. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of uh, excitement for this game because Alabama's never had a college game day basketball game. Uh, but the college game day's never come to Alabama, rather, for basketball uh, in, ever before. So this will be the first time that you know Alabama fans get to experience that. And then the magnitude of this matchup is just uh, is insane because I think this is basically going to determine who wins the SEC regular season title. Not officially, but I, I would imagine the winner of this game is solely in the driver's seat, and I would be surprised if they didn't win it. So, um, yeah, I, I think that uh, there's a lot of intrigue, a lot of excitement around this game. Obviously, it's a rivalry game in general. Um, Alabama's going to want to make up for the, the whipping that uh, Tennessee put on them in Knoxville. Um, Alabama's also, like you said, a different team when, it, when it's playing at home than it is against on, on the road. So it'll be interesting. Um, and it's just two really good teams, two exciting teams, and a lot of exciting players with Connect and, uh, you know, Sears. Uh, those are two of the best, you know, players in the conference, the, probably the two best players in the conference. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of storylines, a lot of intrigue, and it's going to be an exciting matchup. Tony Sokolis joining, breaking it down scientifically with us, as it were, and he's right. The star power in this league right now is incredible. Now, I know you guys saw that Auburn team once there, once in your gym. The, the, the fun involved in these games when you get these. Now, obviously, Tennessee's game was pretty much overlapped Alabama's last night. I, you probably missed the Dalton Connect show. Some think that this game Saturday night is not only going to be for the league championship, but going to be for who wins the league, for who wins the, uh, player of the year in the conference both those guys are having excellent seasons um alabama though this latrell reitzel is one of their most valuable players and i know he was out last night what is the word on him yeah he's dealing with a head injury that you know they haven't came out and said concussion but you know everything that you know sounds like a concussion i don't want to diagnose him not a doctor but it's something where he's had to have been evaluated the last. He's missed the last three games due to it. Um, it's one of those things that Alabama's not going to rush him back. They're going to do it the right way. They're not going to try to put his health at risk. Um, so I don't know. Does he come back for Tennessee? There's been some thought over whether he's going to come back the last couple of games, but you never really know with these kind of things. It's all about you know whether he clears protocol. He didn't travel with the team to Mississippi. It sounds like there's, you know, it sounded like there's possibilities that he could return in the near future. Um, but I think Alabama's just got to be careful with it. So it's one of those things where uh, you, you might have to find out on game day whether he clears or not. Um, but, yeah, you're right. He's a he's an important player. He's probably Alabama's best perimeter defender. Uh, he's one of the best three-point shooters um, uh, in, in the conference. And he's also he hasn't missed a free throw this year 
So he's kind of the guy at the end of the at the end of the game. He can close out the game, you know, with all the things you want with perimeter defense, with you know, lights out three point shooting. If he he's one of those guys that when he goes to the line, you, you know, he's going to be able to close out the game if you have a lead. So um, he's an important guy. Not that it's missing him. Uh, the the thing about um, Alabama is they have Davin Cosby who you know came in and uh, scored 15 points off the bench, a guy that they hadn't really used. Came up big last night against Ole Miss. They've got guys that can step up, but it, you know, Latrell Wright is somebody that you definitely want back, especially for a matchup against a, a team like Tennessee. Why does NATO's style work so well at home, <clears throat> and yet they're different on the road? Like when Tennessee ran at them here and pushed them off the line, which is what happened to them last year in March, and they refused to take mid-range shots. They just won't take them. Tennessee was Tennessee staff was over there going. During the game, mid-range, mid-range, mid-range. They were like laughing to themselves. These guys will not take mid-range shots. I know that's part of this guy's canon. When Tennessee runs at them again tomorrow, or Saturday rather, surely they're going to shoot some some mid-range shots. And by the way, Kentucky did the same thing to them in the blowout over the weekend. How come like on the road they're totally different than they are at home? At home they make those three balls. What? How do you explain that? Well, it's also the, you know, at home, they're not going to turn the ball over as much. At home, they're going to, you know, draw more fouls. You know, like, I, I think that that's probably some of the other things that, you know, it's it's really kind of simple to look at it and say, like, oh, Alabama's going to live and die by the three. But it really, you know, on, on, on home, are you going to get the better boost from your defense? And, you know, it's one of those things where a lot of uh, NATO's defense leads to offense uh, and then vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like, against Kentucky, right, they, they turn the ball over, which really kind of hurts them on the other end. Um and, you know, you're going to get some calls, you know, at home where it's going to help you with your interior game a little bit. Um, but And then, you know, I mean, like, yeah, some of it is shooting. I think some of it, you know, I think everyone's comfortable shooting in their home gym. Uh, you know the spots on the floor that you, that you like. Uh, but I, I don't necessarily disagree with Nate Oates's, you know, aversion to the mid-range game. It's all analytics-based. I mean, they're not high-percentage shots. Uh, and, and they're, they're shots that you don't get the credit for if they are high percentage. So, you know, he'd rather shoot the three at that point uh, or, or go in for the layup. And I think everyone forgets that. is The first option in NATO's system is not the three. It's the, it's the easy bucket at the rim. It's just if you take that away, then you're supposed to be able to dish it out to the three. Well, if you're turning the ball over, if you're making bad decisions driving to the lane, those are things that can happen when you're on the road. Then all of a sudden those three opportunities don't become as good. You start missing those. You start getting in your head. You start carrying over to the other side of the, the floor where, you know, that's another big part of NATO's, uh, you know, whole setup is, you know, everything predicates off of defense. And, and then that's where things start breaking down. It's not just a matter of like, oh, well, they're not hot outside of their gym, so they're not going to be good. I think you lose track of a lot of the little things that make things work uh, when you're on the road. And then just, you know, I think it's, but you can say that with a lot of teams and a lot of their their game style or play styles, they go out the window when you play on the road too. It's just hard to play in this conference on the road, uh, and I think you know everyone kind of experiences that. But um, it, it, Alabama has really struggled on the road, um, especially against big teams. They were blown out at Tennessee, blown out at Auburn, and blown out at Ken, in Kentucky. So uh, it's something that needs to be fixed, uh, especially. You know, next week when they go to Florida, but um, but as far as this game, uh, or you know, in general, I think 
I, I think Thanos' style has proven that it worked. So um, if they can kind of do the little things that, that make this system work, I think that you know they could they could be successful with it. You know, it does work, but their opponent found something last year in 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 March. Tennessee did it, and Kentucky did it to them, which is run right at them at the line, block up the lane, and say, okay, we're going to give you a 12-footer. Do they adjust eventually if more teams start doing that to them? I think they're just going to make the other parts of their, their offense work. I mean, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can get past them, it can get to the, the lane, then you get, like, it, it, I, I don't think they're going to change it. But they haven't changed it in, what, five, was it was the Nate's fifth year or something like that. So like like it's not going to change. I don't think anyone's really figured out something. Uh, teams have known this is what Alabama does in the past, and they haven't really been able to stop it. So um, you know, the game last year, like once again, was at uh, was at Tennessee. So I mean, it, it, you yes. know, it's just a tough place to win. You know, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that that you know they, they figured anything out necessarily. That's gonna like totally derail Nato's uh, system. I think also this is a team that's lacking, you know, a, a key piece of how it was supposed to be built. I mean, I, you look at Alabama; they were supposed to have Charles Bediaco. He unexpectedly left uh, to go to the NBA, kind of left a big void, and that's something that you know this Alabama team is dealing with. And it, it's really kind of it, it kind of is this Alabama team is what it is because it, it, it's. So, so in need of a, a presence inside like Charles Bediaco was. Uh, and, it, you know, it has Moage, it has Nick Pringle, but they're more backup pieces that are being kind of forced into, a, you know, bigger roles. I, I, I think that, you know, that that's one of the, the things that this team is, is going to be what it is. It's not a great defensive team, and that's where it struggles again on the road as well, is, you know, you've got the, the historically one of the best uh, offenses in college basketball history. And then I think what are they ninety ninth in defense? I mean, so that that's more the struggles uh, when you, when you look at this team. I don't think it's systematic. Yet they're better at home. Like last night, I couldn't believe we were watching doing our Garza Law Tennessee basketball overtime show, and Matt comments to me, Matt Dixon. He's like, "Am I seeing things, or is Ole Miss in the eighties? Like for Ole Miss to get in the eighties the way they play, I mean, you got to play two basketball games." It's, it's yeah, it's, it's wild, that's, right? That's, that's the hard thing about it. Yeah, but then again, like Alabama, you know, just recorded what its ninth one hundred point game of the season. So it's just, it's like, crazy. Uh, oh yeah, when they yeah, get rolling, it's crazy. I think part of it, I mean, like I'm not trying to defend Alabama's uh, defense because it can be absolutely horrid. I mean, what did Ole Miss shoot last night? I mean, I know at halftime they were shooting, and a, and a lot of that was bad. Um, things were were worse on defense in the you know. In the first half, but let's look what Ole Miss was shooting. Ole Miss shot, yeah, 51, 52% from the floor. I mean, yeah, that's, that's for, for Ole Miss, that's, that's, that's not great. Uh, you know, that's, that's not great to allow an Ole Miss team to do that. Um, but, you know, I, I think with, with Alabama, it's just a matter of, you know, that, that's just kind of like who they are right now. They're going to outscore. I don't think Alabama's defense is good by any means, but right. it's also harder. When, you, when you're scoring that 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 fast, that fast and that efficiently, I mean, like you're, you're playing a little bit more defense. Uh, like it, it's a you know it, it's tough, but I think at the same time, uh, you know, you've got to have guys step up. But I think that they've really struggled on defense lately without Reitzel. I mean, I think he's one of your yes. best defenders, and uh, you know, especially um, on the perimeter. So I mean, it, it has hurt. You've got guys that have improved their defense, like Sam Walters came in. You know, um, a, a freshman, kind of a, a 6'10", lanky guy that kind of, you know, he's, he's t- 
tall, but he plays more like a guard. He came in with virtually no defense. Now he's gotten better, but still he had a, he had a lot of room to improve, and he he's improved it. But he's not a elite defender, you know, by any means. You're having guys that are improving slowly, but you you know you kind of are what you are in the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think it can get a little bit better, and I think when Alabama has spurts when they can get stopped, you saw at the beginning of the second half against. I don't know how much you got to see it. Oh, I saw it. The beginning of the second, yeah, yeah, or actually the end of the second, the end of the first half. They clamped down. Um, yes, yeah, they they clamped down. They got you know Alabama is a team where you know you can be up by fifteen and all of a sudden they go on a twelve zero run. Yes, you know uh, because if they do get a few stops, they can really make it make you pay for it on the other end. It's just a matter of can they get enough of those stops throughout the game to let their offense shine through. I mean, you would. Think I think that's one of those things where you look at it at yeah. home. Maybe you get more of those stops. Maybe you can get the crowd behind you. You can get those like bursts of energy. Like we are not going to be a great defensive team, but maybe the you know the crowd can inspire you into you know four or five stops uh, in, in a you know four minute span, and all of a sudden you you know you're you're doing you're doing a lot more, and you're being able to capitalize it on the other end. Um, yeah, I think that, that could be you know pretty big. Tony Sokolis joining. Tone, how wild is that place going to be? Like paint the picture for us. Uh, you know, I don't really know. Like, Coleman is not like necessarily the hardest place to play because it's so cavernous, right? But like in games like this where everyone's going to be packed, uh, it can be pretty big. So I'm I'm expecting a pretty you know a pretty raucous crowd. Uh, obviously, game day is going to be there, so people are going to be extra wild for it. Uh, so I'm, I'm expecting you know a, a, like a pretty lively environment when Coleman does get you know pretty hyped. It's it's a hard place to play because it's so big. So when everyone's there, it's just you know you have more people. Um, I, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't put it as like one of the you know elite uh, basketball environments by any means. But uh, it can get loud, and I expect it to be pretty pretty loud and lively. Um, it's going to be at its full capacity in terms of like at full potential too, in, in terms of like you know home field advantage. So um, yeah, I'm ex- expecting an exciting atmosphere. Uh, on Saturday. Yeah, I haven't looked at what the advanced markets are, but I can imagine that's not a that's not a cheap ticket to get into that place Saturday night. Oh, definitely not. It's going to be fun. I mean, it's always it's always fun when Tennessee comes to town or Auburn comes to town, so or, or Kentucky or whatever. So, um, having that with you know the ramifications of this game and um, you know College Game Day being there, I think it's just. You know, all of that combined, it's, it's, it's probably the, the biggest game. It, it is the biggest game of the year for Alabama. So, um, yeah, yeah, good luck trying. If you, if you don't have a ticket, good luck trying to find one. You, you kind of have to open up the wallet for it. Tony, on the way out, if folks want to follow you or interact with you, how do they do so? And I appreciate your time, my friend. Yeah, um, the site's tideillustrated.com, or you can go to alabama.rivals.com. You can follow us at Tide Illustrated. Or you can follow me at Tony underscore Sukalis on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it now. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Tony. Good luck. Hey, have a great uh, have a great day. Enjoy the game Saturday night. I know you will. Yeah. Hey, yeah, hey by the by, by the way, who wins? What do you think? But I, I'll go Alabama just because it's at home, you know. But it's going to be a close matchup. And I think you know, if this game was in Knoxville, I'd pick Tennessee again. But uh, I, yeah, I think it's going to be close. And I, it's just one of those things you you, you, you call it. It's hard to win on the road. So I'll, I'll go Alabama at home. Yeah, in this league, and, and Tone, thank you. Great talking to you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. It's really hard to win upper echelon games on the road in this league. You can go to Ole Miss and beat them, but the top three or four teams, I mean, look at it. Brian, you did the research, right? What Among the top three or four teams coming into this week's play, how many losses total among those teams? 
top seven, 41 and eight. And then the top six, maybe, maybe five. Wow. Six. Five losses all year. I mean, it's just, you know. And I bring John Adams in, Knoxville News Sun. Well, John you can get in for a hundred around a hundred bucks. Today. John John put things John puts things in perspective for us. And my number is eight six five two hundred five four zero two. John, I don't I don't know as I welcome you in, I don't know how to put in perspective what we saw from Connect last night. I don't know what the how we even comprehend what we saw in that building last night. Well, it it wasn't as though he scored 50 or 60 points. We, I've seen guys do that in this league. I think it was more the degree of difficulty in how accurate he was. Um, it was, and Auburn didn't play bad defense. It's one of the best defensive teams in the league. And, uh, it, uh, it, it didn't seem to matter what it did or, or who it put on connect. Everybody pretty much had a, Shot at him, even yeah. Jani Broom, and uh, the way he was uh, he was shooting, he releases the ball at the at the peak uh, of his jump, uh, so he's really hard to uh, defend when he's shooting. And he's six six. Uh, I don't know. I kind of thought he was so accurate. I just felt like he would make everything as soon as he released it. It. Uh, and I'm sorry if I'm I'm not drunk or anything, but I just went to the dentist, so my I might be. Does sound weird? Um, Let me say this to the great Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams, who's sponsoring this segment. And by the way, it's nextmovesmokymountains.com. We've got her Sunday tickets to give away for Sunday's baseball game. Matt, the weather's be pretty nice. Is that right? Now, Matt, you you met and hung out with her the other day. You met and hung out with her. There's your headphone right there. You met and hung out with her the other day. Um, but her Sunday tickets were giving away. She's nextmovesmokymountains.com. She said, "What's?" she's texting me. What's going on with John? Now, here's the thing with John, okay? John's like the postman. The rain, the sleet, the snow. He, it's going to get there. The mail's going to get there. John, John... Did a show from a hospital bed. I thought he was kidding. The doctor came in and said, what are you doing? Made John get off the phone. He was there with his lovely wife. She told me the story. She said, I was telling him, what are you doing? You're in a hospital. I got to get on the show. This is what I, you know, this is what we do. John, do you got? Do you have Novocaine right now? In your city. Yeah, you in my, I look drill? like I, you can, I don't know if you can it's see. Like you got a bee sting. Like you had, like you had a bee sting, yeah. Yeah. A bee sting in your face. How many yeah. teeth did you get drilled, John? I didn't get any. I, I just had a, a crown. Oh, God. I had, I I had a crown, that but hurts. he had to drill drill through the Ooh. old crown and put a new crown. And it, you smell that hour, burning rubber? Deal. It smells like burning rubber when they're doing it? You know, when he was doing it, Rob, my dentist, who was at the game last night, uh-huh. about five rows up. Nice. Rob was saying that it's so... Uh, that sound they've never come up with a way to um it, it seemed like they would have a silencer on the it's drill. awesome it's a great feeling when you get crown work done you know what you need what would be cool yeah if you really wanted to annoy people yes and i know you enjoy doing that never me your ringtone on your phone should be a dental drill <sighs> it's probably a um probably something i could do without 
but I appreciate the. How about Matt Dixon? How about John Adams over here playing with pain? Your thoughts on that? I'm not in pain. The man's in pain, John. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just... <laughs> I think you're kind of overselling it a little bit, Tony. The man's John's in excruciating pain. The man's in excruciating pain. By the way, guys, I just looked. Alabama's so lame-ass that it's $90 to get in their building. Matt, if that game was played in Knoxville, what would it cost to get in that building? Uh, I, I mean, it's a lot bigger capacity. Well, that's true, too. What's if, I mean, if, if TBA was the same capacity that that thing is, it'd be 200 bucks. John, what's Coleman hold? Do, do you know? Top, I know you've been there covering games. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, but it's been a while. Uh, I want to say 15000 but I might be overstating that. But I, I think it was yeah. around 15000 I mean, it's not the smallest. It's bigger than the O'Connell Center there yeah. in Florida. Uh, and I think, uh, as Tony, I, I think it'll be uh, fired up. I mean, Alabama basketball is—it's uh, not as uh, tough a road environment as say Auburn or certainly Kentucky, or even maybe Mississippi State. But or, uh, but I think it'll be really fired up for this game. Obviously, oh, it's going to be unreal. Matt, a guy asked me today: Is it possible? This is a great question, right? For somebody to be as valuable to Tennessee football as Dalton Connect is to Tennessee basketball. Like, we translate these sports, how you translate what you just witnessed. And we're a football culture here. And a buddy of mine, and I said, I don't think it's possible to be as crazy, to, to do that. To come in there at 12 minutes and outscore a team by yourself in a championship basketball game. That's what that was last night. Auburn was fighting for a championship. Tennessee eliminated them. How, how do you guys answer that? Matt, I'll go with you I mean, first. Hendon Hooker was was like that in 2022 for much of that season. I mean, a, a, a quarterback who can just pick apart defenses is, is kind of like that. And I, I think connecting Nico, I think you can make that comparison pretty easily. Obviously, it's a little bit easier in basketball to just give a guy the ball and say, go do this. But a quarterback touches it every, every offensive snap, too, so. I think I think that's a, a really good comparison, actually. What do you think, John? Yeah, it's really hard to compare the two sports. But what really struck me a bit, it rem- a couple. It reminded me of a couple of games going back to my college days and watching Pistol Pete. Yeah, and and watching um, so many people try to guard him, and and I thought, and I, I'm not sure, but. I would, I would. The way that game was going, the way he was scoring, I, I would have gone with a, a, a gimmicky defense on him. I don't, I didn't really think he Auburn did. I, they I just zone, think he tried to, They played zone and let him. They that let him get in the game. They they went to a zone. And he scored like eight points. Yeah, but then they when they were in man. I mean, like it used the box and one. Uh, I was watching. Uh, Ohio State, I mean, I'm sorry, Indiana was effective with that against Caitlin Clark. But the problem is, and that's why it reminded me a little bit of Pete, uh, it didn't matter what you did. You're right on him, you go up, you're, and he still makes the shot. It, it's really, it demoralizes a defense. And, and, and the longer the game went on, I thought the more demoralized it got because it's, it's basically doing everything you you need to do. Auburn doesn't play defense like uh, Alabama and Kentucky do. 
It plays a relentless defense. It plays defense more like Tennessee does. And it just doesn't give you anything easy. He There were a couple of times where he got fairly easy baskets, but when he'd go to the basket and, you know, I was, I don't know if you guys noticed, I was watching on TV and, and I was talking about my dentist being at the game. He was saying he was watching the highlights when he came home and he's like five rows up. So he was saying how incredibly physical that game was. And you just can't tell it as much on, uh, on TV. Uh, the commentators kept bringing it up, but given that physical style of defense for uh, Connect to score that many points, to me it was more like he scored 50 points because the degree of difficulty, it's crazy, the, the, the challenge of the opponent and the way Auburn plays, it's one of the best performances I've seen in a long time in SEC basketball. Last night, we're evoking here some of the old schoolers. Bernard King. People, when you start talking about Bernard King, uh, you're going to kind of get my attention. And and, and, and and by the way, the thing about Connect, I was talking with, with uh, Big R about this this morning, off the air, who's a basketball aficionado, and I respect him. This guy did it, taking shots within the offense. This guy did not freelance at all. He did not call his own number. He did not do what we call these volume scorers. He does not need a lot of shots to get his points. He simply starts bouncing on the balls of his feet. He untucks his jersey, and then he hulks up like Hulk Hogan back in the day in the old Broome County Coliseum with the, where the Binghamton Broom Dusters played. And, and when he hulks up and does his number one finger in the air, when he's getting put in the sleeper hold, and he puts the number one finger in the air, and the crowd starts going wild. When he hulks up, you can forget about it. He hulked up last well, night in Alabama. Tony, um, yeah, he also, uh, Pete wasn't the only one that came to mind. I also thought about Larry Bird. Remember when Larry Bird was at his was at his best? He just kind of felt like it didn't matter where he shot from or, or what the situation was or how tight the defender was on him. He, the ball was just going in, and I had that feeling last night. Uh, I thought when I when I first saw uh, Dalton Connect uh, play for Tennessee, when yeah. I'd never seen him before. When it first started this season, uh, you know, so I thought, man, this guy's amazing. This guy's really good. He's better than I thought he would be. And when I see a guy play like that, I remember when I saw Chris Jackson for the first time. Uh, I thought, man, this guy's amazing. There's always a, I always get another voice that says, okay. Don't care, get carried away. It's one game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's obviously a good player, but let's, you know, kind of rein it in a little bit. I, I use I usually have a voice that that says that, and and then I'm watching him a couple more games, and I'm thinking, could this guy be as good as I think he is, or if, or is my assessment just kind of over the top? But gosh, the more you watch him, and when you watched him in that game, um. Last night, I mean, geez, it was just an amazing show. I, so I'm really curious as to what we've only got a few games left. Then we go to postseason. We have eleven SEC games. Tournament. Eleven Tennessee games left. I've counted them. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> eleven games left. I just wonder what we will see done differently against him, because I think teams now. That kind of game gets your attention as to, okay, we got to do something special for this guy. 
As I said, I thought Auburn did. I mean, when you've got Janai Broom out there guarding him, uh, I mean, you're trying everything. When they, when they isolated on him, and one of our callers made the point last night, crazy rusty, when, you, when they isolated on him every time, when he took Broom down the lane and jammed the ball in his face at the end, I like when uh, Pearl, there's that little pet walk-on they have, Matt, whatever that kid's that kid's last name is, that little pet, that that kid got absolutely. He ran by him in the first half three times, like he wasn't even. Why? Connect's looking at that like, are you guys kidding me? I'm going to take this guy here, and if you keep him on me, I'm going to score seventy five. It's going to look like I'm going to look like the the Mamba back in the day in L.A. I got to ask uh, my mystery guest here, mystery guest. What was the Coliseum up there um, in Binghamton called? The Veterans Memorial Arena. Veterans Memorial Arena. And was the team called the Binghamton Broom Dusters, or am I? It was the Dusters. It uh, became, geez, they've had about five different teams again. Yes, but it was Broom County. Yeah. So they called themselves the Broom Dusters, which yeah. I always thought was a, let's go to the phones. That's our mystery guest who I will be revealing here momentarily because we've got some exciting news Coming up, it'll be the first weekend of the SEC tournament. And Tennessee is locked into the Thursday-Saturday deals we talked about today. Go over to tclub.team. In our blog today, we explain it to you why they're locked into Thursday-Saturday. The only thing that can get them out of Thursday-Saturday at this point over in Charlotte is if Duke or Auburn jumps ahead of them. Otherwise, that's where they're going. That's where they're planning on going. It's how it's going to work. We're in the pod system uh, and Tennessee and North Carolina will both be playing over there at a different regions. Let's go to the phones. 865-200-5402. I guess they could be in the same region and play out of there, but they won't be playing each other there, obviously. But the pod system and the way it's set up to sell tickets, they want to get you as close to home as possible. And let's go to the phones. John Adams is in here on a Thursday. And we got to figure out a great way to give away Jennifer's uh, seats for Sunday, if you guys could help me out. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony D, how's it going? Welcome in. Hey, it's John Henry, Big East, son. Hey, John, go 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 for it, brother. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. So, Dome Connect is just, there's not much you can say about him. You, it's literally like, you just have to watch him work. Because I feel like talking about him is like, it's not doing him enough justice. So, like, everybody needs to just sit down and watch this kid cook because he is solid i i've been watching and i've been around sports a long time and tony vall shot me a text today and he said he's never seen a crowd like that in any sporting event respond to an athlete the way the crowd in thompson bowling arena was responding to him now john adams i'll say this for i'll say this for john adams when john adams mentions this guy's name and juxtapose it with Pistol Pete Maravich and like has a straight face when he's talking about what he saw last night. That is the highest of high compliments that can come out of his mouth. When Tony Valls tells me, I don't know that I've ever seen, and Tony goes to UFC events all over the world. He goes to, um, he's constantly sending me photos of him at like, Phillies games uh, when they're playing in the playoffs and, you know, all this stuff. Tony's jet set, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing. Woo! Anyway, Tony says to me, I don't know that I've ever seen a crowd respond to a guy getting the ball in his hands. He said, John, last night, 
people were literally ooing and eyes, <laughs> and by the end, they were all standing. He said you had to see it to kind of believe it, to get sort of swept up in that. And he was delivering time after time. The last 10 minutes of the game, he outscored Alabama by like eight points. Scored 27 points, John, in the last eight minutes, or last 12 minutes, in a college basketball game. Tony, uh, going back to the uh, Pistol Pete, and you're right, I don't, I don't use that comparison, hardly ever use it, but... There was a game his senior year where Kentucky was a, with a great Kentucky team. Dan Issel led, uh, was playing at the old Ag Coliseum there in uh, mm-hmm. Baton Rouge. Uh, it was a, it ended up Kentucky won 121 to 105. But at one point, Pete in a two and a half minute period scored 16 straight points to cut the lead to two. And the arena was just crazy. 16 and straight. Whew. 16 straight. And you can imagine the shot. It wasn't like these were open. I mean, he's just... So that actually came to mind when I was watching Connect. And that's what I mean. It wasn't just... His point total, 39, is really good. But it doesn't turn heads as when you condense it to when he did it and how he did it in such a short amount of time. When you're When you're watching it too, John Henry... And you watch a guy, the amazing thing about him is, like, in the first half, he had an eight-point run. He just said, okay, I'm going to score eight points now. Look, that's what I'm going to do. Like, he could have had 55 points if he was a selfish basketball player last night. A lot of guys that were feeling it the way he was feeling it would have gone for 55. They would have told the rest of their teammates, get the hell away from me. (laughs) At one point, Toby Awaka ran at him. And ran his man into him, and I'm like, Toby, get away from him. What are you doing? And he looked at Awaka, and, but he was very patient. He just waited till Awaka left, and then he went around his guy and jammed the ball. That was the uh, series where he jammed the, jammed the ball. So my advice to any young people like you guys is savor this, because I'm going to tell you right now, when he leaves here, you're, you will not see this again. I'm just telling you, this is this is this is uh, once in a lifetime talking heads. David Byrne, that's what this is. Once in a lifetime. I love the love the talking heads, sir. Psycho killer. Uh, they, uh, 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 uh. Me and my uh, my fiance, we're gonna walk. Once we get married, we're gonna have our exit music be. Uh, this must be the place. There you go. You you got credibility, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. The talking heads up at CBGB back in the day. I could like to transport myself there in NYCNY with the great uh, late great Shannon Stanfield, aka Clint Clinton, who was on the scene with Jersey Jeff. We'll go back to our phones. Those of you that know, know. Those of you that don't, trust me. It's kind of like Dalton Connect. <laughs> it's a lot like Dalton Connect. Ewans. All right, mystery guest has something. Mystery guest wants to add. Mystery guest, you got something called the Tennessee Sports Show coming? Yes, we do. It's going to be spectacular. Tell me about. Uh, you've got a guy who contacted you who's doing an autograph. Uh, is coming. This is your autograph show that you brought last year. Uh huh. You've got a bunch of former Vols this year. You've loaded oh, yeah. this thing down. The card oh, yeah. is loaded. Superstars. Down. Superstars. Superstars. Tell John Adams the one guy that's coming back who's making his return visit, who's n- never done one of these. Oh, oh, you mean back to Tennessee? I yeah. thought you were like, well, we didn't have anybody from last year. 
Carl Pickens, first ever public signing. Huge. I mean, never done a public signing. He's done private signings. John just went like this. John just flinched on Carl Pickens. We just popped John Adams. That is unreal that he's going to be at the Tennessee Sports Show. TNSportsShow.com, one S. TN Sports Show. Check out the link over at tclub.team. The event is on March 23rd. 23rd. Happy anniversary, baby. Got you on my mind. I got you. I got a question for you. Okay. We're talking about Don't Connect, obviously. Yeah. Making the points. Yeah. Are you willing to say? Yes. They went out, end of the season. Yeah. They're a Final Four team. Will you say it? Matt Dixon would come over here and slap my fat face, but when he's not around, I say it. I think this team has 11 games left. Here's the count. They've got three in the regular season. They've got two in the SEC tournament because they don't want to stay long in that, talking to people. They want to win a game and get out of there. Hold your seed, get out. It doesn't behoove this team, John, to win down in uh, Nashville. If you're a one or a two seed, get out of there. Get your rest. They think they're going to start Thursday, Saturday, which is even more reason to get out of there and get four days of rest. Get your legs under you, and then they have six games left from there. I'm a big believer, like Mari Hanks said, when you have a guy like Dalton Connect, who he's, he calls him a seven-second scorer, which, Mari, I'm going to use it two more times, and I'm going to give you attribution, then I'm going to take it from you. But for now, you get attribution. Uh, a seven-second scorer, uh, this team has what it takes to cut the nets down. Because when you team him with a Waka. And ZZ Stop, ZZ Stop to me, point guard, is the ultimate winner. Guy plays unbelievably hard on defense. Last night he could not do anything on offense. His defense was dogged. He stayed in the game. He was interested. The thing came to him late. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm fired up, focused, and prepared, Filmer, for what's to come. Let's go back to the phones, get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hi, Tony. This is Tina in Wallen. Tina, are you fired up, focused, and prepared right now? Are you ready for these listener watch parties that we're about to have? Oh, yes. Are you pumped? will be there. Are you pumped right now? I want to know if you're pumped. I'm trying to be pumped. I, I'm still concerned about Vesco and Triple J. Well, some people want to be on them? Some people want to be glass half empty. John, have you ever seen oh. a guy like Triple J, a fifth-year senior, play a half a basketball and not touch a ball on offense. And I was told, and I don't think he touched the ball on offense in the last 20 minutes. Um, I'm not being funny here. But I, I was told today that shows a lot of awareness from him because he went down and played defensively extremely hard. And that's a guy that kind of knows his role and has accepted his role here. And then let's point something out about Vesco. Vesco had one of the key plays in last night's game where he kept a second chance uh, shot alive. One of the key plays in last night's game. Yeah, he played really hard, as as did Triple J. And I was thinking about this last night when we talk about when we look at games through a uh, postseason uh, lens. Uh, Triple J and and Vescovy um, were like preseason All SEC first, second, or third teams uh, going into the season. Now they're way down the line. When you you go hierarchy about who's your top guy, who's number two, who's number three. They're not in the top three. And I think that's really significant about how much better this Tennessee team is. And I just think it's different than all of Rick Barnes' other teams that have had success 
during the regular season, not as much in the postseason. But this is a different kind of team, and it's it's so talented because Dalton Connect is so talented, and also you have a super talented point guard who, as you said, didn't score a lot last night, but still played hard and played well uh, defensively. Um, Matt Dixon won't let himself go there, John. Well, but Matt I, just but won't. I think he won't. Have to, and I, and I think. I think in the past, when we look at Tennessee teams under Rick Barnes, because they've been so good during the regular season, yep. and because Tennessee has never made a Final Four, yep. you always think in terms of, oh, this team might can make the Final Four. Well, this team could win the national championship. That's exactly right. Boom, boom, and that's Believe. the difference. That's the difference. Believe, believe, believe. <laughs> Thank you, Tina. Great talking to you. We come back on the other side. I always think it's interesting. When Tennessee was on the ropes with the NCAA a couple weeks ago, there were people out there in the national space that were rooting for the Vols to walk the plank a month ago. Now, I realize that some of you, because some of you I had to deal with about this, are really obnoxious online. Some of you are like master twidiots, no offense. And you give love a bad name because I love the Vols and you give love a bad No offense to you, some of you. Some of you are absolutely out of control. You're twidiots. But there's got to be more to it. The national media really believes in the NCAA. They really do. The 40s of the world and people like that, it's weird. They, I don't understand... How in the hell could you cheer for the NCAA against the Vols right now? How could anybody cheer for the NCAA? I mean, what is like your, I mean, what are you like, Scrooge? Scrooge but, sports? But Tony, do you really think that they're cheering for the NCAA? Matt, what are they doing? Are they cheering for the NCAA or cheering against the Vols? What is this thing, Matt? This thing, because I'm, I'm bringing Barrett Sally in on the other side. Barrett Sally. John can help me to pronounce his name. It's one of those Cajun names. And he's been fighting the good fight for Tennessee out in cyberspace. Him and uh, Andy Staples on that stage. Matt, what is it? What do you think it is, Matt? I want you to hold that thought. We're way over time. God, man, I'll tell you what. This guy comes in here, our mystery guest, and he's got me all off my clock. Hour two on the radio as we continue with more. John Adams is fighting the good fight today. You ought to see John Adams, those of you that, I mean, he looks like he's literally just went 15 rounds of Rocky. As we continue after this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare Dual Complete Plan can help you get more benefits than Original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over-the-phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare Dual Complete Plan. Call 855 UHC More. That's 855 UHC More. 855 UHC M O R E. Are you looking for a fun event to take the family to? 
Harmon Scrap Metal is hosting an Easter egg hunt on March 30th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Woodland Park at the Rotary Shelter. This will be fun for the whole family. We'll have food trucks, prizes, and photos with the Easter Bunny. Come on out and support local. Start times vary by age. Visit our Facebook page, Harmon Scrap Metal, for more information. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today I am at Foodland in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm talking with Miles Johnson, your hometown grocer here at Foodland. He's got a number of specials here at Foodland this week. A new circular is out with specials here at Foodland, which will run through next Tuesday, which is available in the paper or at the front of the store. Miles Johnson, what's happening in Foodland this week? Well, this week we have family pack ground beef, $2.99 a pound. Iceberg lettuce, 99 cents each. Folgers coffee, 7.99 each. Kraft cheese, two for five. And Sun Drop 12 packs, two for 10. Awesome. Okay, folks, and as usual, Foodland is the place for guys who grill. They've got the best, best meat department in Murray County. Miles, have a great week at Foodland. All righty, thank you. You too. Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Barrett Salee joining on the program. He's got a new website. He is uh, one of the national voices out there of choice, in my humble opinion, covering uh, the collegiate sports base, college football. And he, uh, Barrett, I bring you in. You've got a new venture, man. Tell me about it. Yeah, I do. Uh, restarted a show that I had back in uh, 2016 to 2018. Uh, it was called SEC Smothered and Covered. Now we rebranded it. It's called College Football Smothered and Covered. Uh, doing it daily on YouTube, Rumble, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those different places. So uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. We're a month in. Uh, very excited about the uh, the success and uh, the, the feedback we've received so far. And, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's fun going independent. Lots of challenges, but lots of uh, freedom to, to do things the way that I want to do them. Uh, and not necessarily the way somebody else wants them to be done. Barrett Salid, joining on the TLD Logistics Hotline. Yeah, one of the f- things I noticed when I went out on my own was I didn't have anybody to ask permission of, which is good and bad because, you know, you make mistakes when you're yeah. on your own, and you learn. But you, but if you're smart, you kind of learn from your mistakes. And you go, okay, that's never going to happen again. Or, boy, that was a really good idea. And now we can implement this idea. I don't have to go through five rings of goofballs. And in my case, coming up in the radio deal, it was uh, guys that were in like these burnouts from rock radio from the 70s that I had to like, no offense to them, but they, these guys used copious amounts of drugs and had like a quarter of their brain left. And, and I had to like, you know, sell them a great idea. And they just look at you like, you know, like, what are you talking about? So good for you, man. I'm glad you're out on your own. And the thing about you is that I've always found you to be a refreshing voice out there. Uh, you enjoy the sports you cover. You kind of celebrate the sports that you cover, which uh, which makes you one of the goodens, in my opinion. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoy college football, right? Like, it's supposed to be fun. Sports are fun, last time I checked. And it seems like a lot of people in our industry, um, they want to do something else from the media world, being a different um, sort of realm than sports. They kind of look down on sports. They kind of view it as um, a waste of time, and it shines through in their coverage. And, and I'm not that way. 
Um, I've tried not to be that way for my entire career. You know, I've been doing this for over 20 years. Uh, and, you know, being on my own now, I mean, I went on a rant today in my show about uh, the college football playoff decision makers and how they hate everybody and hate you as a fan, hate every fan. Um, there's no way I would have been able to do that over the last seven years because I would have gotten a couple of uh, stern phone calls and uh, maybe some emails that uh, called for Zoom meetings shortly thereafter. Tell me this, Barrett, this this recent dust-up we had, Tennessee and the NCAA, and we're all watching this, right? You're watching it from your perch. What, what are we to make of what the NCAA is trying to do right now? What, what are we to make of this? I don't know even what the, what their next move's going to be. I don't, I don't even know what to make of it. Well, they already made their next move because really all they're trying to do is is maintain power. I mean, that's why they tried to punish Tennessee for breaking rules that didn't exist, which is just so painfully NCAA it hurts. Um, but they already did. They're trying to add another national signing day when really we just need to erase the, the, the first one that we already have right now and move it back to February because they're trying anything to to hold on to power, and they see that power slipping away, and, and, and it hurts them. It pains them, and at, at this point, they, they don't have anything left. I mean, it, they keep, I mean, it takes a lot to lose 9 nothing at the United States Supreme Court. I mean, I could go, there could be a bill saying everybody gets free beer in the country and it wouldn't be nine nothing at the United States Supreme Court. Um, that's how bad the NCAA is at this. And so they're just trying to maintain power. They're just trying to hold on to power. They, I think, recognize that they made a big time mistake by digging their heels in, uh, with pay for play, what, 10, 15 years ago and just never letting up. Uh, and now that it's here, you know, they're, they're trying to grasp at straws to figure out how to manage it, manage it when, you know, right now they're not. They have no control over it. They're trying to get back control, and they know they can't, so they're just trying to figure it out on the fly. And the wildest thing was this Tennessee case. Tennessee kind of, in the state of Virginia, they lose round one to them, which is a pretty good sign that you're going to lose round two. I mean, to people that follow this legally. And the judge basically writes uh, in, their, in, his, in his news dump late Friday afternoon, the judge writes, you know, I basically went to the monitor, and I reviewed the tape, and I was wrong. And uh, upon further review, the NCAA is the NCAA. They're going off a cliff, and I'm not putting my name on that. They can't even win in court, Barrett. When they're winning, they can't even win in court. Think about that. It's hard. It's almost like they're the New York Mets. Boom! That's my guy right there. Now we're going to rip the New York mess. It's really easy to do that. Ford it, not again it. For this, not again it, but let's talk here. So why why are there people in your space nationally that were really cheering for the NCAA? Where, where do these people come from that root on the NCAA? Where does that come from? It's because Tennessee is an easy target. Um, E-Cloud's a big thing, especially within this sort of insular world of legacy media members. So they understand that, hey, you twerk Tennessee, you get those guys all mad at you. You get a lot of e-cred from people in the industry, and many of whom don't even really matter. They're just people you see at media days and at games. Um, that's it. I mean, they're they're inse- it's about insecurity, and um, you know, picking on Tennessee and getting cheered on by um, by people that are you know within the same world. You know, that makes them feel good about themselves. When in reality, uh, they're doing more harm. They're doing more harm to 
um, not only themselves in the minds of, of fans, uh, but they're also doing more harm to the sport. And, and I think we've seen that over the last five, ten years, that um, a lot of the things these people wish, a lot of these things that, um, that people you know, sort of drive for um, have done more harm than good and, and have really confused and conflated a bunch of different things that are important in the world of college football. John Adams, who is a Hall of Fame columnist, Knoxville News Sentinel, is with us on this glory day. John, do you find that to be an accurate statement, what Barrett said, in terms of guys want the cred with each other, guys and gals, when they get together and, hey, you know, I saw what you said or I saw what you wrote. You, you think that, does that ring true with you? <laughs> yeah, it does. And I, I think a lot of times guys talk, guys talk about that with their colleagues and peers and get a laugh out of it, but it shouldn't carry over to when they're actually writing or reporting or commentary. I mean, they should be above that. You can sort of have, Oh, uh, you know, I, I remember many years ago, uh, I was at covered a super bowl. And I, I don't, I think it was, this one was in new Orleans. And, and after the game, uh, I was at, uh, I was at one of those tables and we're having a post game, incredible buffet that Super Bowl always had for the media and we were talking and uh, one columnist said to another columnist well who who'd you rip this time <laughs> uh, like it was a foregone conclusion and, and and you know Barrett I mean some guys that's their stick they just kind of rip uh, Jim Murray's probably the greatest columnist of all times with the LA Times and he when he would go to any national event, usually his first column was making fun of the city. But he, and of course the city would revolt in anger and there would be an editorial on the editorial page and, and uh, condemning and Jim Murray. <laughs> and he was just, he, he was just yucking it up over it. I mean, that was just his stick. But I do think uh, in today's world, and I think it's really important that you have a, you have a line somewhere like, as a columnist, uh, you write opinionated pieces. You come are our talk show host. But it's when the line gets blurred, when you're also doing, when you're a national writer and you do investigative pieces, and then you turn around and have an opinion, you opine on what you investigated. That That's crossing a line. You And I don't know if a lot of listeners or, or, or readers notice that. But it's kind of inappropriate because if you broke this, if you did an investigative piece and, and put a lot of work into it, a lot of time, and here are your findings. Okay, fine. But then it's inappropriate to get on a podcast and and make jokes about it because this it, there's a big difference in writing a column and writing an investigative but, but isn't story. That, isn't that very part of the problem now? Like, And I'm not point naming names, but I will because this is what we do. Pat Forty breaks the Tennessee story. Okay, he gets a scoop. Somebody hands it to him from the NCAA. He writes it. I don't blame him for that. That's it, fine. It was accurate. Then he goes on a podcast, dunks on this kid. They're making fun of his name. They're making fun of Tennessee fans. They're going to go under the jail. Blah 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 blah. And he's gleeful about it. Now, when you're breaking news, that just doesn't seem congruent. That seems confusing to me. And that's just me, Barrett. That that's me. That, well, that yeah, denotes true. an agenda. It's true. That and denotes an agenda, yes. Go ahead, go yeah, ahead Barry. It, 
it is an agenda, but it's also, you know, low-hanging fruit. And, and like I said, I mean, Tennessee fans probably don't want to hear it, but Vault Twitter is a thing, and Vault Twitter gets angry, and it's really they're really good at the Internet, and that's e-cred for the people that, that do that, that go on podcasts and mispronounce Nico Iamaliava's name on purpose. Like, that's, that, that helps them, and it goes So they want to get attacked. You're, you're saying that when our Twittiots, who I call Twittiots, you're saying that when our Twittiots go online and attack these people, that's what they want. Yes, 100%. That's what they want, 100%. So you're um, saying you're better they... off ignoring, our Twittiots would be better off ignoring these people and just letting them just sort of sit out there and talk into the wind. Yeah, 100%. The problem is, and I always use this quote from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, it's what the Internet's for, slandering others anonymously. So that people on ball fans go out and slander back forth. You know? So it's it's just kind of a vicious cycle. There, there's no doubt about it. And, and I think the interesting thing, too, to me, Tennessee, once all this thing happened, Tennessee basically took the same stance that Florida State did back, I remember, like two years ago, the Magnificent Seven, which is a stupid name. Um, they tried to, you know, push for different revenue sharing. It was like NC State, North Carolina, some others. But they were totally fine with Florida State being the front man, right? They were like, cool, you go do your thing. You raise hell. We're here, too. We're to back you up. Every single school in the nation is totally behind Tennessee. And Tennessee's okay being the front man. like, <laughs> Every other school is like, yeah, you go raise hell. Like, do it. We're with you. You'll be the front man. We're cool. We'll back you up. Which is interesting, too, because I was told by somebody that was involved in this thing that other states, the thought was other states are going to jump into this when Tennessee and Virginia did. And then the other states watching it were like, well, why would we? We're just going to watch because we're all with you anyway. It's almost understood that we're with you. I mean, so... Yeah, we, we're cheering on your outcome, and it's it's not going to affect the outcome if we all jump on, but but we're all with you. Hey, Matt Dixon, your thoughts on this conversation we're having. He thinks, uh, Barrett Salee does, that we feed into these narratives, and it becomes self-perpetuating. He's not blaming our fans, but he's saying these guys at this level and the gals at this level that are doing this know they're manipulating these people, and they're doing it for e-cred. Your thoughts, uh, Matt, Matt Dixon? Oh, no, Barrett's 100% right. And, you know, they, for whatever, for whatever reason, they decide to, to, to do what they do. And, and I do think for a few of them it, that it did become personal. Like, like Barrett said, you know, Vault Twitter can be, can be combative. And, and, and Barrett's probably not immune to this. I'm sure he's dealt with it <laughs> Definitely a few not times. Immune to it. <laughs> but it, it became personal to a few of these guys. And they, you know, with the Conso Martin thing, the Shiano Sunday, just everything, and they just like to pile on, and and that's why a guy like Barrett has kind of stood up for Tennessee fans, you know, on Shiano Sunday and kind of throughout some of this stuff because he understands the passion of the fan base and understands what what college sports means. Where uh, some of these people, it seems like they do it out of spite. They cover the sport, and I, I've never understood that. So Barrett Salee, promote if you will what you're doing, how folks can find you. And I appreciate you jump. I hope you'll come on, man, and uh, jump in here with us and mix it up with us because I've always admired your work. Yeah, I, mean, I appreciate it. Anytime you want me, you know where to find me for sure. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know all the socials, Barrett Salee, two R to D, two L to E's. I'm all over all of them at this point, even though I haven't figured out TikTok quite yet. Um, but I'm an old dude, so that happens. Uh, but yeah, the show is is on YouTube uh, live every morning. Rumble, 
Uh, it goes up in audio form on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, all those places as well. Um, and you just gotta, just gotta search college football smothered and covered. Um, you'll find it. It's there pretty much wherever you are. It's there. Thank you, brother. Hey, great talking to you. Always a pleasure, my friend, and good luck on your ventures. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Barrett Salee, one more time. It's interesting, John, to hear him say that in terms of these guys are kind of preening for cred with each other because I think that goes on in the political world with political reporters. I think it goes on in, in, in fact, a lot of walks of life. Hey, I got them. Did you see? I got them. And they're talking to their buddies. The, the truth about the political world, and maybe it's this way with sports, but the political world, both sides of the aisle up there in Washington will go to the same parties on a Saturday night and get together and laugh at how rich and famous they are and how they've got these <laughs> sheep all stirred up in the red states and blue states. That's absolutely accurate. And, and, oh, I and believe I, that. And I think yeah. these guys that, that do the sports thing, too, on the national level, the Screamin' A. Smith, Screamin' A. Smith is a quadrillionaire by going on television and saying things he doesn't believe. Like, I could never do my show saying things I don't believe. I have to be able to, in my mind, say, okay, this is my, this is what I, people can disagree, agree, or whatever they want to do. You're a communist. You're not going to write something that you don't think is true. I mean, I'm, and we can be way off base. That's fine. I could never get into a spot where I'm just doing something for effect. I just couldn't do it. Well, no, it's almost uh, like a pre-rehearsed uh, reality show yes. where you're going to go in and, and, and where you have uh, debate-type talk shows. I mean, you decide ahead of time, okay, who's going to take, who's going to say this, who's going to say that, who will take this side. Um, I thought it was interesting po- uh, a point that uh, Barrett made about uh, Tennessee being an, e- an easy target. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also think, though, the SEC, the Southeast in general, is an easy target. I agree with that. Maybe, ten- maybe Tennessee is at the forefront right now. But I think, and the reason is, we're, let's keep this uh, inclusive with college football. It, it, it matters so much in the SEC, in the Southeast. College football matters more here by far. It's not... It, there are places in Texas where it matters like this. Uh, I should clue and, and Oklahoma. There's some other, but is it just a whole geographic region? This matters so much. Yep. And so they, and now we have social media. So the passion, uh, the anger, the love, the hatred all comes through on that. And so again, it's just magnified. So yeah, I think it makes, the SEC, um, an easy target. Uh, you know you know what else it is, too? I'm just going to say it. <clears throat> you can punch at Southern people of all ra- of all races, colors, and stripes. Sure. They're stupid uh-huh. hillbillies. Listen, Chris Fowler, who's Mr. You know, Mr. Rogers on television, uh-huh. had a moment of sodium pentothal filled angst and anger during the Peyton Manning deal, uh-huh. which I don't mean to bring something up for 25 years ago, but it is what it is. He said it, I didn't. And he's Mr. Howdy Doody on television. But our fans so got to him back then. That was pre-social media. They so got to him that he said they were in a trailer park frenzy. And you know what? You're allowed to say that about Southern people. When you're in their spot, hey, listen, 
all races, shapes, and colors. If you live in the South, you're fair game to those people because the truth is they're better than you are. And they all think that. Trust me. I grew up in the Northeast. Trust Those people think they're better than you. They just do. It's, uh, I received an email in, yeah. um, uh, related to the NCA and this guy was it. And I run, I, and I, I'm a firm advocate of, uh, free speech. Sure. So I'll pretty much, it'll have to be somebody above me pretty much will say, no, we can't use that. But, but this guy was referring to Tennessee. Oh, they're all a bunch of cheaters. That's, they're good, blah, blah, blah. And referring to, uh, Tennesseans as inbreds. Well, that's you something you can do for Southerners. That's sure. a typical cliche put down. And, sure. And so my response was, hey, I had a problem with that. My my sister and I have been married for 20-something years, and we're happily married. <laughs> I, I mean, I think you have to have fun with it. But you know what? In a way, it's as though Southerners have always been subjected to this, they're used to it. They're hardened to it. I don't think it faces them. Whereas a lot of other people in a lot of different parts of the country, different groups, if you say even the slightest thing, hello, they go nuts over You're this phobic, that phobic, this phobic, yes. this word, that word. They all these all these terms. But we're allowed to dunk on Southern people literally yeah, all we want. And, 20, and again, it's of all Southern people of all races, colors, creeds, straight. You, you live there. You live there? Yeah, I don't like paying 90% of my money in taxes to my state. Yeah, I live here. But think about it, Tony. What's everybody doing now? What's people in California doing? They're moving here. What are people in New York doing? They're They're moving here. In droves. So here's the deal. Barrett Sally said it out loud. And look, my friends that that are in the national thing, and John knows this too. They say to us, man, that fan base is really something. They're, 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 they're hardcore. They're this, they're that. They're mean. They blah, 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 blah. If you want to stop it, try ignoring these people. I think it would really, you would find that you get picked on less by them. I think if you quit responding, look, you're in the schoolyard and they're taunting you. And I've never really thought about it because I'm not doing what Barrett's doing. But if you're getting taunted and you respond to that, you're going to keep getting taunted. If you get teased and taunted and you walk away and you don't say anything, and I'm talking to the Twidiots now, and get the word out among your fellow Twidiots, quit responding to everything. If you quit responding to everything, because truly you don't have to justify yourself. I'm not saying it's your fault, but... It is an interesting deal. These people are looking for oxygen from you when I think about it. And you're providing oxygen to them. I know, Tony, but it's irresistible. Oh, no question. It's irresistible because people, again, because it matters so much right. to people here, right. they're, they're, they're not going to let that go. Even if they may know that, okay, maybe I am feeding them but listen but here's the thing john they can't resist pat 40 i think is very good at what he does i think he's a good writer i've always thought that it's a good reporter i think he does a nice job but the arrogance of those people when they discuss the university of tennessee and that fan base the sneering and the sniveling and the disdain and, and then they'll say to me you know you really don't think the things that you say on the air and i'm like this is a really good place to live 
And I've got a damn fun job. Now I work a lot of hours. I was on the like 12.30 last night. I'm probably burning myself out. But it's fun. And you and, and y'all are fun. And this is kind of worth it. And it's a great community to live in. John lived all over the place before he settled here. I mean, Stacy, you came from where? Upstate New York. Stacy Canfield. Not the city. So you're putting on... Tell me about Tennessee Sports Show. Tennessee Sports Show. First, I want to agree with you. People up north, they said to me, when I told them I was moving to Tennessee, they're like, you're moving there. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, do they have shoes there? Exactly. Do the people have shoes? And they were serious. Some no, of them seriously. Were ser- seriously Seri- believed it. Seriously. Do they have shoes? Does yes. everybody have shoes? Yes. I mean, like, things like that. It's like, you guys don't know what you're missing. And now everybody is up there now saying, gee, I wish I moved with them. Yes. Because it's a disaster. Because I don't, I pay 90% of my money to the government. But go ahead. I don't want to get off on that. So tell me about TN Sports Show. It's coming up the Saturday Tennessee plays in their second round. Yep. Hopefully you're not in their slot. But we are not. But we're going to be earlier in the day. So Tell me what time we start. We start at 10 o'clock. Boom. In the morning. Okay. Letting them in the doors. I mean, we have a last, last year, first year show, had a line out the door. Long line waiting to get in. So we're letting you in at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. You got Carl Pickens there. Yes. Who else do we have there? Tell me, because you're all constantly adding new people, oh, which is man, why I want you to go to their website more. and watch it, because he's constantly taking on new people. Go ahead. We've got some new ones. I mean, we got some ones we're still working on. Uh, Kamal Hayden, from he's currently playing right now. He's going to, well, he's not playing right now, but he's going to the NFL draft. Uh, let's see. Carl Pickens was huge. I mean, getting him was just, he's never done a, a signing. I've never done a public signing. I thought that was that was a big one. Anthony Miller, uh, you may remember him. He was with Willie Galt and Tim McGee and uh, Alvin Harper back when the was wide receiver U. He's coming in. He's five-time Pro Bowler. Javon Curse, the freak. The freak's coming. The My freak. boy from the Eagles. The freak is going to be there. And Titans. And Titans, too. Uh, let's see. You're really an eagle. Yeah, well, you Once know. you wear the Eagle jersey, it supersedes everything else. <laughs> For you, he could be an Except Eagle. Except DeMarco Murray. You can bring a jersey. Cowboy. You can get the jersey signed. Uh, uh, Jamal Lewis, give the ball oh, to Jamal. Oh, my gosh. He's coming. Oh, man. Cedric Houston, he's going to be there. Albert Hainsworth's going to be there. Man, we got tons of giveaways. We're giving away, like, oh, my gosh, how many shirts? Oh, jeez. Tell them some of the uh, jersey giveaways you're doing online right now. Josh Dobbs, we're giving away one of his autographed jerseys. Hendon Hooker, we're giving away a UT autographed jersey. Jalen Hyatt, we're giving away an autographed uh, Giants jersey. Um, let's see. This, this is for real. And this takes place when and where? Uh, the 23rd. Right. March 23rd, Saturday. Uh, let's see, Kevin Dyson with, from the Titans. When remember, it was the Music City Miracle. I love Kevin Dyson. We got a jersey. It says Music City Miracle on the name. Yeah, and he signed an autograph. We're going to give one of those away too. Just come on down. It should say one foot short, Kevin <laughs> Dyson. Oh. Um. Okay. Let's go back here. So the event is where and when? It's at Civic Coliseum, March twenty third, ten a.m. Come early. Come be ready, and uh, actually, and we're having a Lister watch party that day. We're having we're gonna have TVs basketball. there. We're gonna have all that stuff. I mean, I mean, games. A lot of the games won't be starting. Game, no, no, no. We'll be at we'll be afternoon. But Carl Pickens is staying for the hockey game, and he's dropping the puck. Carl Pickens was jacked about that. He was so jacked because I said I was like because I was trying to get him. Out John, there. how rare is that for Pickens to be at this thing for the Lister? I mean, I I when he told me that, I was like, I don't believe you. No, it, yeah, he isn't usually involved in that kind of stuff. Carl Pickens, and, and Tennessee fans all know this, he's one of the greatest athletes ever to play at Tennessee. As you remember, he could have been a he could have been an All SEC safety as well as a for, an All SEC wide receiver. For the kids listening, his first year on campus when they had him, I guess it was his redshirt freshman year. 
because he redshirted. Back then, today, not only wouldn't he redshirt, they'd reclassify him and bring him in a year early. But anyway, <laughs> when he played at Tennessee, they were so thin in the secondary that they put him at safety, and he was insane at safety. If he wanted to, he could have been All-American at both positions and played both ways full-time. I'm convinced of that. He he intercepted five or six passes, five or yes. six, in just a, sh- in a short number of games. Yes, in the, in the Cotton Bowl against Arkansas, he made an incredible play in center field on a ball, which was an awesome game, by the way. Tennessee had so much star power. I want to hear that Chuck Webb's uh, coming to your deal. That's when I'm going to show up. I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking that, yeah, Tony. I want you to get Chuck Webb back, and that's when I'm going to uh, verbally you? commit. Will you make a commitment to I'm be at the show? I will be signing. I will be signing. You'll be well, signing right next to him? Yeah. You'll you be his executive host? How about if I, um, you talk about devaluing some articles of clothing? Hey, would you like me to sign that? Get the hell away from me, garlic breath Yankee. Who are you? you gar- like, like I've been told here, you garlic breath Yankee. You're a hero, though. People love you. You make more connections than Dalton Connect. God, love connections. Uh, Stacy, I love you. Thank you, brother. Many happy returns. Uh, Carl Pickens, that's incredible. We're going to try and get you some of these stars on the, the show. The other list of people that you have. With Cedric Houston on the way, I wonder if Griff will be here, Bri. Come up from George. Little Joe. <laughs> little, little Joe. Um, thank you, Stace. You're the man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I, I just can't. Look, when I have low-hanging fruit, I'm going to pick it. So maybe I'm as guilty as some of these national clowns are. But uh, in the meantime, thanks, Stace. Hey, Stace, before you go, before you go, in the, in the meantime, yeah. Let's do this. We'll come. Uh, let's get another call in. John's presented by uh, the great Jennifer Morris. How are we going to give her baseball tickets away, John? Courtesy of her. Do you have a, Do you have an idea? I mean, we didn't do a pre-production meeting today. I didn't talk to you, Brian, or Matt, because I'm getting on an airplane when the show's over today. Where are you going? Clearwater. I'm going down with my meeting my brother down there, and my son. We're flying down to see the Phillies uh, for a couple days. Go some spring training. Just hang out. Be a fan. That's cool. Bring my guitar with me, too. Clear water. So, do you think you could find a park where there's nobody else and find a bench there? I'm going to find a. Tunes? I'm going to find a busy park and I'm going to throw a. I'm going to throw a hat out and make some money. Pay for my trip. Hello and welcome. Take a dog. Take a dog with you. The other day when I went to the dog park, I got tipped, and I told the lady please don't do that but she i was playing that song deja vu by um dion warwick a song that isaac hayes wrote which is a great tune do you remember that song deja no. vu no uh it's got an f sharp minor nine in it that's a it's a really really cool tune anyway uh, I, was, hello. I was wondering that if it had an f sharp minor hello and welcome into our next call you're on the air hey tony it's holly holly what's up well to be honest, I'm still in a dream state. I got to talk about this ball game last night in a minute. Tell me about I it. Just, I just, I, I, I am very rarely speechless. Yep. And last night I was speechless, trying to explain to my husband uh, about what we just saw, and because he, you know, I'm sad to say, you know, he's a bandy boy, so you know, I have to educate him all the time. But anyway. Um, 
I got to thinking about it, and I replayed the last few minutes, and then, of course, listened to your show and listened to all the interviews and everything. And I got to thinking back about when uh, I was in college. And I I kept thinking all season, is this team as good as the Ernie and Bernie show? Because that's all I have to, you know, really compare it to given back in the day. That's when I was in college. I was a freshman, sophomore when they were there. And, you know, we, we didn't get to go to the Final Four. We didn't, we didn't do well in the tournament. Of course, the tournament was different and all. And so I thought, so I've been all ramped up this season, you know, about this team, but I'm like, oh, don't get, don't, don't get your heart broken. Don't get your heart broken. But, um, after last night, I think we've got it. I really do. And here's why. I think that, um, you know, we, we've, the secret's in the sauce, you know, we've got a superstar now. We have a wise, wise coach who knows all the ins and outs, even though he hadn't been that successful in the tournament. And then we've got such incredible supporting players that, you know, if anybody just double and triple teams connect, the other guys are going to smash their brains out because, you know, there's nobody that's going to be able to guard them because they're all guard and connect. So the only thing that I'm worried about, and I have to worry about something, is luck. Because everybody knows you can look back year after year after year in those tournaments that there's always one or two that get struck out early on. I don't think that'll be us this year. I think we're going to go far. But then we got to have some luck because we've got everything going for us now. But whoever wins still has to have a little luck. So I'm thinking that all of us crazy ball fans need to light candles, uh, go to confession, burn your sage, say prayers, and continue on until we get into March Madness because I think that's the only element out there that's going to stop us from getting to the Final Four I, because I know we've got a chance to win it all now. I know this. When and John I, Adams said, Holly, earlier in today's show, Tennessee fans in the past said, well, this team got the Final Four. This team. John said this team can win the national championship, and he's exactly right. I think they're the best team in college basketball right now after watching last just, night's game. It is, you know, it's always a privilege to be a Vol fan and a Vol for a lot, but boy, howdy, is this going to be fun, fun, fun. And those guys, I just, I, last night I couldn't get over how uh, how long Connect stayed out on the field. I, I was not there. My girlfriend lives in Knoxville and she and her husband got everything she said you just would not believe it after the game it just you know they had uh interviewed everybody the coaches and everything and connect was still out there signing autographs talking to people and everything and could barely get back into yep. the, I guess the the media room yep. uh and Ziggy or ZZ and everybody had already taken their showers and you know, here comes Connect, still all hot and sweaty from the game, and signing autographs and for you know his interview. But I, I don't know. There's something. There's just something about that guy, and I just how lucky are we that he's evolved? Oh my gosh! Thank you, uh, Holly. Last night, two things: the scene there in Knoxville with him around the kids, Caitlin Clark, and that scene with Minnesota was utterly insane. Utterly insane all the people that came out to see her. 
And then I was told last night that Bruce Pearl, after the loss came out, and visited with a ton of people from Thompson Bowling Arena, like the support um, physical plant people, people he hadn't seen in years, and reconnecting with people. I mean, to me, and I point that out, that's a guy that appreciated his time here. And I respect that. I know it ended poorly. And we were talking about it last night. People say, well, you shouldn't say good things about him, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I stand with Matt Dixon. And, and people like Brian Hartman and some of you narrow-minded clowns can step off. No offense, Brian. I'm not calling you narrow. Well, maybe I am. But we'll take a brief time out and continue. And if you want to jump in, 865-200-5402. But I love, love, love. Last night was high-level sports. That was world-class college basketball is what that was and from both teams in Thompson Bowling Arena as we continue after this. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Garnets begin the year as January's birthstone. Garnets are also the gemstone that are traditionally gifted for a second wedding anniversary. Here at Tillis Jewelry, we have a variety of garnets to fit your budget, whether you prefer vintage or modern. Next time you visit us, be sure to mention this ad and receive 10% off your purchase. You deserve something new to begin the new year. Follow us at Facebook and Instagram. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915 Columbia, and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are excited to announce that we have completely remodeled our store. We have expanded our selection in many brands including Milwaukee, Steel, and Big Green Egg. We have new inventory arriving daily, so come see the changes for yourself at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Minutes matter when you call 911 for a heart attack, and Murray Regional Health is ready to care for you. Utilizing the state-of-the-art cardiac cath lab at Murray Regional Medical Center, our team of expert cardiologists and experienced clinical professionals are equipped to investigate heart conditions quickly and perform life-saving interventional procedures. Go to murrayregional.com heart to learn more. And remember, always dial 911 when you or someone near you is experiencing heart attack symptoms. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. 
It's February and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. TB back with you. Your Thursday edition, ladies and gentlemen. I'm fired up, focused, and prepared. You guys believe that tournament's like three weeks away? Is that what it is? Three and a half. Matt, is it a month away? Is it a mat? Is it a month from today? Or the Vols will be playing their first round game, Brian. Is it three weeks from today? It's three weeks from today. Thursday, and, and if you I, count if, if you count Dayton, it's less than three weeks. And I love how March feels too, because you can feel that warm weather, sunshine on my shoulders. Tony, have you been outside today? Makes me happy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying around the. Oh, I realize what it's like now. But sunshine, boy. Were you a John Denver fan back in the day? Before we go back to the phones. Yeah, I like John Denver. Pretty music. You know, somebody I've been listening to, Tony, you probably would get this. I, I never really listened to the guy much, but just expanding my playlist, this is an old guy. He's he's no longer with us. I think he died in 03. Is Warren Zevon. Oh, I love Warren Zevon. I've got a great book about Warren Zevon. Maybe I can share with you if you're going through his catalog. I think you'd enjoy it. He's really He was really witty. Extremely witty and extremely tortured. Let's go to the phones, like like any good artist. Hello and welcome in. But the lawyers, guns, and money stuff is um, <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Let's get our next call in. It's TLD Logistics Hotline, and you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Tony. It's Crazy Rusty. Hey, Rusty. Welcome in. What's up, brother? Hey, buddy. Uh, your, your, your assertion on, on Jay last night in the second half, it. it I thought it was crazy. I went back and watched the game earlier this morning when I couldn't sleep and woke up at 3 freaking a.m. Um, but j- just to see back, and then I went back and watched to see what happened. He did touch the ball nine times on offense in the second half. Check this out, though. This is even crazier. Touched it nine times, dribbled one bounce, and took no shot. That's why I so didn't think he ball. had the ball. So he never really he possessed it. Wow. Caught the ball and handed it off to Dalton Connect six times. Just, I mean, uh, literally, literally caught it and handed it to him because Connect was like running around him and, and he didn't have a pass. He just handed it to him. One time he dribbled and handed it to him and then he made like a pass uh, back to the big man out top of the key a couple times. Nine touches, no shots, one. So, so what would his time of possession, Rusty, have been? Triple J's time of possession, you think? Nine Under a minute, seconds. nine, nine points. 9.7 seconds. I'll, I'll say a little bit on nine touches. That's amazing. Good for yeah, him. Hey, John, people think I'm making fun of the guy. No. Good for him. That guy is no, a fifth-year guy who knows his role. And I'll say this for uh, uh, Vescovy. Vescovy is playing unbelievably hard on defense. Un- he's, he's playing... He's un- he's playing unbelievably hard when the ball is loose too. No question, he is not pouting at all, and he totally oh, no. has a different role in this team that he's had, that he's had in years past. 
I, I don't know if you guys heard, but like during the broadcast, they were talking about that Bruce they told the guys on broadcast, he told uh, uh, Pankrat used to coach for him, that Pankrat talked about it on the video yesterday. He told those guys, I don't want anybody shooting for Tennessee open. I want to guard everybody tight, never help off of them, and I want Ziegler taking like 14 to 15 shots and him beating us going one-on-one and taking a tough guarded shot. Never help off if you're the big man, if Ziegler gets close to the basket. Don't let him make that bounce pass for an dude not just make him take tough shots. That was their whole team. So they weren't going to leave Santi when Santi was on the court. They weren't going to leave Triple J or, or uh, Mayshack or whoever. They, no open shots for anybody else make Ziegler beat you. And it was actually a pretty good game plan until we said, well, we're going to give it to Connect with broom gardening <laughs> instead of Ziegler dribbling. It's going to be Connect. What are you going to do now? And that's, you know, that's kind of a look-see inside of um, how to stop the Vols. Because when you have yeah. a... F- point guard that can function the way ZZ does most nights, and then you've got the big man, Adu, playing the way he is at an all-league level, and then you have a most valuable player in the league and connect. I mean, that's why John calls these guys a team that can cut the nets down. And that's the first time he's ever thought that. And I'm going to tell you something. That's the first time I've ever thought that about any team here, that these guys can win a national championship. That's the first time that's ever even crossed my mind. Yeah, I think I think so too. I don't, there just wasn't enough height on that eighteen and nineteen team. They were they were going to run into somebody with a, with with a couple seven footers that was going to make our post play struggle enough to, to beat us. So yeah, I think this is the first time you felt like you had you have a real chance. And the pro it, it was a good game plan by Bruce because the propensity of college kids is if you're Janai Broom and Ziegler gets near the basket, you're going to go help, and then and then a dude's going to be wide open. And, and they showed real, real commitment to not doing that, to, to, for Broome to just stay with a dude and be willing to see if Ziegler can make a tough eight-foot jump shot or a, a tough running layup. Um, good plan by Bruce. We, we found a way to, to, to get around it. Um, the, 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 the trip to Charlotte or the Charlotte being on the, the agenda, the way I understand it is if you're a one seed, you get to pick the where, you get to pick where you go. No. It's Overall, on the block. Number one seed can it, pick, I think. Can pick their region, correct. That's what, yeah. The one seeds can pick, right? They can no, pick not all one seeds. Just the overall, just the overall, the overall one number seed. one seed can do that. Oh, really? So Tennessee is a, is the number four overall seed in the tournament, the, number, the last number one, and they're, they're being sent out west. The first weekend, they can't say, hey, we'd rather go to Memphis than Charlotte. No, they're going to Charlotte. That's the way it's going to work. Oh, if you look on the blog today, I've got it totally broken down. If you look at it, it's uh, okay. it's the way they've structured it is it's driving distance from your campus because they want to sell tickets in the first round. So the schools don't have a say in it. You're basically, and when you're at the top of the field, you're slotted. And really, that's an advantage for them. They want to be as close to their campus as possible. Because if Tennessee wants, they could drive over there. Essentially, I don't know if they would, but wouldn't we? Wouldn't we sell more tickets in Memphis? Probably with Nashville and Memphis being that close, and there being a lot of you know orange. Uh, in the I, I'm just telling you the way they do it. No, no, I, I'm just I'm I'm arguing with the NCAA, not you. I'm saying I, that, I mean maybe think about that a little bit. That you know, ACC country is a real hotbed for where we're going to bring as many fans as we would in Memphis. So basically, we have to be a three seed to go to Memphis. That's correct. Three seed oh, to go to Memphis. That's disgusting. Oh, thank you, brother. I, or, or, or the other thing that could happen 
is Duke or Auburn passes you on the line. But if neither Duke nor Auburn pass Tennessee on the line, Tennessee and Charlotte will both be Thursday, Saturday, over in Charlotte, Brian, which is good for our that's good for our fans. Three yeah, hours away, and we got tons of fans of the Carolinas. Yeah, either either one would be good. Charlotte yeah. wouldn't be bad. These are first world problems. And it's closer man. to Knoxville than Memphis, but I agree with that. It'd be, it'd be harder if you're in the western part of the state. So, would there be more Tennessee fans in Memphis or over in Charlotte? I, I think it's kind of debatable. I think we'll it's have a lot of people close. there. It'd be close. I think we'll have a lot of people over there. Um, and Charlotte's a, that's a good venue. That's a, in fact that's a great venue. Uh, having been there for the NCAA tournament. So we'll continue with the great John Adams. Uh, we got to figure out how to give away Jennifer Morris from Keller Williams slash nextmovesmokymountains.com, her tickets. John, do you have an idea? Do we, I, don't have an, I don't know what to – I do this. Time's running out on the show, and I'm getting nervous here because I don't know how I'm going to execute what we're about to do. But if you want to jump in, we'll continue to take some calls, and and it'll be our third hour. And I, I feel like I'm losing my mind over here. Um, but this is really an exciting time to be alive and well with you in East Tennessee, as the great Al Brown says. And I want to say to you, I hope you have a great night, great day. God bless America. G to the B to the O. Peace on the streets. Peace in your Middle East. And uh, we love you. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.